Greetings to everybody tonight. Let me see you. I think we need to respond with uh, how we started yesterday's word with I am hungry because I'm still hungry tonight and I, I believe that's why we had to have another day of word. So let's see from all the houses and all the families. Your welcome tonight is I am hungry, hungry for more. I think it's the hungry man that opens themselves and exposes themselves to discover. So let me see those who are hungry tonight. I see the helper's house. Praise God. Hungry for more word. Praise God. I see inspire. Hungry. That's right. Hungry. Says S-Rose. Beautiful. Liberation. Stracker and Cali house. Hungry. House of faith. Hungry. House of capital. Hungry. Beautiful stuff. David was hungry too, you know. That was a hungry man. Praise God. Okay, good evening, family. That's fine. I can see you're all tuned in. Um, I have a very brief assignment tonight, and I think I'm just going to recap some things um, that stood out to me expressly through the word we've received recently. And some of the things I've been sharing with um, the family around me, um, and I've been speaking about David, and I've been speaking about the magnitude of David and how he expressed um, the height of the wickedness of man, but also demonstrated the height of the power of man. And so tonight we want to look at that very briefly. I only have a very short time. But what I want to say to you, nation family, is that, uh, and permit me to say this as well. I, the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9, maybe in the voice version, it speaks about there is nothing new under the sun. And I found that quite interesting. So I started studying a little bit more. What I think the church is going into is actually a new discovery and how it's presented to man will look new. Let me say that again. What the church has done successfully, what the nation family has done successfully, you've been curious enough about your community to discover something new and how it's presented to the world will look new, but it's not new. Because there's nothing new under the sun because he created all things as it needed to be. So what you've done successfully, you've discovered the things of God that were hidden and presented it to man. So they consider it as new. Uh -huh. So let's look at scriptures today because I think David was so fundamental in expressing the old and the new. So when they looked at him and said, this is King David, he didn't, he didn't quite... Um, go into his journey of kingship he went through a journey he went through a discovery of what kingship will look like and I want to look at one particular scripture tonight um, that stood out to me expressly when he dealt with his mighty warriors so if we go to 2nd Samuel chapter 23 and you can start from verse 13 don't just go there just yet um, but like I said to you guys, what the nation has successfully done, you've been so curious about your community that you've been able to discover the things of God that now looks new to man. So when they see you as a church, they will say, this looks new. Actually, no, you were just curious enough to discover something that God had hidden for man to, to, man, for man to show. Does this make sense to you? Now let's read scripture this evening. Are you there, mom? Let's read. During harvest time, yes. three of the 30 chief warriors came down to David. I want you to focus on the fact that it says during harvest time. 
Go on, please. Three of the 30 chief warriors yeah. came down to David at the cave Abdullam. Before you keep reading, the Bible tells us earlier on in the cave of Abdullam, David met some men that were discontented, distressed, and in lack. They had already been given a title. We saw them in one dispensation. Here, we're seeing them in another dispensation. We're seeing them as these new men, the now men. So they were never really new men. They just needed to discover who they were through the mode of leadership in the life of David. Let's keep reading. While a band of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephim. You know who the Philistines were, right? They were the army. They were against them, yes? At that time, David was in the stronghold. Yeah. And the Philistine garrison was at Bethlehem. Yeah. David longed for water and said, Oh, that someone would get me a drink of water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. Yeah. So the three mighty warriors broke through the Philistine line. I want you to see how these mighty men responded to the word of leadership. I want you to see how these mighty men responded to their leader, David. Listen, David had gone through such a journey. He was, you know, David was so used to being around men. He was supposed to, so used to being around people. The flock and the sheep were his people. So when he had gone through this journey of being alone in the cave of Abdullah, it was only right that these men came to him to be built up to what they were about to become, mighty men. They had taken on the nature of this man that had discovered who to become in, I don't want to say in Christ, no, this man who discovered to become who he was through his trials and various moldings to get to where he needs to be. David was such a profound man. And Peter usually says this, this guy was wickedly good. He's, he's an oxymoron, both good and bad in one person. And he had to go through this mold so that he can develop a new type of man that God wanted to use. Not only through him, but he was going to develop David's nature through these mighty men. So he says here, so the three mighty warriors broke through the Philistine lines. Don't forget, these were the discontented men. These were men that were scared to do certain things. They're now breaking into the enemy's camp to go and fetch water for David. Go on drew water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. Mind you, nowadays we have flasks, right? And Pastor Daniel taught me this. Is nowadays we have flasks, we have containers to carry water. These men would have used all manner of resources to carry this water. You could imagine of what they would have gone through to get what David wanted at a time. Are the givers listening to me tonight, you know, because this is quite good, you know, it's, it's all right. It's a little bit all right. Uh -huh. It would have been difficult for them to carry that water back. The kind of instruments that we use nowadays is very easy to transport some things. But these men went through and broke through the gates of the Philistines to go and get water and carried it back to David. But he refused to drink it. But this guy refused to drink it. He said instead he poured it out before the Lord. Uh, I want to make a point here. Every... <laughs> David, and I, I said to you earlier, you were able to discover some things. David discovered giving. He discovered the power that he had in him. And that power wasn't his own power, it was God's. So what he did with that power was to present it back to God. He knew he couldn't carry this giving that these Philistines men had gone to, uh, sorry, these uh, mighty warriors had gone to take from the Philistines camp. He took it and presented it back to God, saying, Lord, this is your power that made this happen. That's a new man. Okay, let me explain that again. 
Because if it's, an, if it's us now, we would have carried that and said, whoa, look at the power I have. And we would have used it for our own gain. But this David said, no, this is God's doing. Let me pour this water back to him. After these men had gone and killed themselves to go and collect this water, he was presenting a new type of man. A man that was rugged enough to go and collect their seeds, sorry, the water, bring it back and let it be poured out whichever way possible, whichever way David suggested. It doesn't matter where your seed is going per time. Let me just say that for a second so far you bring it David will know what to do the man of God will know what to do because he has the power of God living in him let me tell you something about the anointing David was so anointed that it caused him more problems than anything else the anointing will attract all manner of issues over your life. <laughs> you see, the, the power that's on the nation family now, it's so powerful that, okay, <laughs> you're losing me. The power that's all over yourselves now as a nation family will attract all manner of issues that will bring you into the blessings of God. It will bring you into the fruit of God. You will meet mighty men that will go and fetch water for you. You will meet men that will pour out the water in front, in front of God as an, offering, as an offering to him. Let's keep reading. Let's finish it. Are you guys with me? I'm trying to show you the new type of man that God is building up. A selfless man. A selfless church that is able to do beyond and above. Out of the means of God because you carry the height of the wickedness of man but also the power of God. David knew when to express the power of God. So the Bible will even look at David as a man that was so loyal after God's own heart because of what he would do for God. Keep reading. Far be it from me Lord to yep. do this. Yep. Is it not the blood of men who went at the risk of their lives? Yes. And David would not drink it. Such were the exploits of the three mighty warriors. It says such were the exploits of these three mighty warriors. The fact that we are being built the way we are. You've come into this nation. You, you are new in the sense that the way that the world will look at you, they will look at you as new. No, you've just been discovered. You've just been discovered into your true call, into what you are. Your exploits will supersede those exploits that we're seeing right now in this scripture. You will do above and beyond. Why? Because somebody will was, this, was um, curious enough to discover more about their community to expose what we are truly supposed to be as men and women. There was no Pastor Nikki unless somebody else was curious enough about the community of young black women that built up a Pastor Nikki today. Now I'm able to do exploits. Are you hearing me tonight? Because Nation Family, what you've been successful in doing is show the world the dimensions of God, the hidden treasures of God by you being curious enough to discover what they are. So the world are look, is looking at it as new. You're looking at it as this is just God's work. I looked at Sunday, I'm thinking this is very normal, but every Everybody, all the souls around were like, this is so phenomenal. We can't normalize our work because in the, in the world's eyes, it's new to them. So as you keep growing in this word and developing in the study of this word and hearing words from PT, let it provide a new discovery of who you are so that you too can become a mighty warrior, useful instruments that will bring in what the Lord is trying to do per time. Choir, can you help me? Good evening, Nation family. What an awesome word from Pastor Nikki. What I took from that is David, God's example of a new man. And we're still on our subject of the eighth, 
And I just want to lay up a good foundation for the word tonight and affirm the case that Pastor Nikki just made. It is very clear that there is a need for a new strategy. God has to put together a new structure because the previous structure failed. The church rejected the ones they should love and did away with those they should welcome. And with those who were rich or famous, they condemned. So something has to give, something new has to be introduced. Uh, take me to my first scripture. Go on. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul? The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul? Go on. Since I have rejected him as king over Israel. This is a failed structure called Saul. He says, I have rejected him as king of Israel. Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. Yeah. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I think this is the first time we see Bethlehem as a place of significance in scripture. Yeah. I have chosen one of his sons. He didn't say I've chosen a father. He said I have chosen one of his sons. Go on. To be king. To be king. And quickly go to verse 13 because of time. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. This is very important. It says here that Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. Yeah. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully. From that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. So the only action that Samuel had to do at that time for God to start a new structure was to anoint David. It was the first action towards the building of a new nation. Are you with me this evening? So how, how well can we understand what took place in David's life? Take me to my next scripture, Mark. Jesus explains it. Besides, who would patch old clothing with new cloth? So Jesus starts to explain the story of old wineskins and new wineskins. Go on. For the new patch would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, uh -huh. leaving an even bigger tear than before. Yes. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. No one puts new wine into old wineskins. So if a new nation is to be formed... If a new strategy is to be released, God cannot refurbish the old man. God has to bring a new skin, a new man, a new structure in order for him to take the capacity of the spirit. Are you with me? So Saul could not be refurbished. Saul could not be corrected. Saul has run out of time for being the structure of God's move on earth. 
it is now time for a new strategy that is the work of the spirit to go into a new skin a new person a new structure are you with me this evening so what God says is, is impossible for me to put my spirit into an old wineskin. Why? Read, are you reading it in the NLT for me? Go on. For the wine would burst the wineskins, uh -huh. and the wine and the skins would both be lost. Yeah. New wine calls for new wineskins. Okay, read on. I'm looking for something. One Sabbath day. Okay, no. There's a version that says, due to the pressure, due to the pressure that the new spirit causes it is impossible for it to be inside an old wineskin because the God's strategy comes with so much instruction that the old man would not be able to take God's strategy comes with so much instruction so much power that the old church would not be able to take so it needs a new skin a new structure Jesus then started to speak about this structure. He said, tear down this building and in three days, I will raise it again. What was Jesus talking about? He said that I am the strategy, but I cannot pour myself into the church you have now. I need to pour myself into some new body, a new people, a new structure. Are you with me this evening? After Jesus explained it, we, we, we move on to Acts of the Apostles. Just to show you the importance of the new skin. That in Acts of the Apostles, Jesus has done his work and he has to move on. Now it is time for Peter. It is that same spirit. It is that same oil that David was anointed with. But it has to be a new skin. What do you want to read for me? Matthew 9 verse 17. Go on. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Yeah. For the old skins would burst from the pressure. It would burst from the pressure. It is impossible that you put the new wine into an old skin. So there has to be a nation family. There has to be a Pastor Toby. There has to be whatever your name is. And the reason why I'm saying that is that Paul then says something interesting. First Corinthians, go there for me as I begin to round up. Don't you know that you yourselves... Paul, Paul starts to talk about something so interesting here. John 3.16 is God exposing his strategy to the world. Corinthians 3.16 is God exposing his strategy for this world today. He said here that don't you know that you yourselves, go on. Are God's temple. God's structure. Uh-huh. And that God's spirit. And that that new wine, yeah. Dwells in your midst. It dwells amongst you. So instead of looking to the left or to the right, at a stage a young man thinks that by studying David, he can do God's work today. No, it's not about David, it's about you. You are the new structure. There is no study of David or no study of Moses that can bring you close to what God has in store for you. What you have to do is make yourself available for the new wine. Because that new wine has an expression in every new skin. Are you with me this evening? In every new skin, that new wine has a work to do. So David thought at the moment he was anointed 
that's the part of David's life I want to major on this evening. Once the oil touched David, that's, that wine has a way of dealing with that skin. That spirit has a way of dealing with that skin, that structure. It will cause it to move. Like a man possessed by alcohol, it will cause him to do some things he's never heard or seen before. That's the way the new structure has to be. So what the old church was doing or the old structure was doing is they were using experience to live. My leader said that experience makes you old, but revelation makes you young. So it is the ingestion of this new spirit. What are we doing every evening, every afternoon when the man of God is speaking to us? You're just giving yourself a capacity. So I make your work so easy this evening. Release a capacity, Lord, in me to take on your new strategy for this world. It has to be a new strategy. It has to be new. That's why it's wine. That's why it's spirit. That's why it's oil. It's never been done before. It cannot make you reenact David. It needs you to reenact Sam. It needs you to act Pastor Dami. He needs you to act on you. Are you hearing me? Wherever you are right now, God's new strategy for a new structure. It is you. Help me choir. As I begin to round up, don't look anywhere else. Look within the world and ask for a possession. Ask for God to pour His Spirit out onto you so that you can be presented as a structure in this new world. Thank you.